The prophet Isaiah writes, Woe is me, I am lost, for I am a man of unclean lips. I speak to you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Grace changes us, and the change is painful. Human nature vigorously resists grace. Again, Flannery O'Connor writes, Grace changes us, and the change is painful. Human nature vigorously resists grace. All of our readings today are about fundamental transformation and the work of God's mysterious grace. Whether it be the prophet Isaiah, who comes in during a set historical period, ready to be called into action for prophetic ministry, who knows and acknowledges his unworthiness to speak the word of God, who experiences ultimately that transformation symbolized by a burning coal on his mouth that transforms what is profane to what is sacred, or to St. Peter, who is on the boat, who fundamentally alters his life from calling Jesus merely a master or a learned one to acknowledging Jesus as Lord and then casting everything aside to follow him? Or St. Paul, who was formerly a persecutor of the church, yet experienced graceful transformation, so much so that his life comes to an understanding of profound forgiveness and grace. All of these stories today is about the power of grace to change us, and that change is powerful. And the question before us is whether or not we will accept the power of grace to transform our lives, or will we continue to linger in the status quo? I think, quite honestly, there are three aspects here of how grace changes us. It changes us from superficiality to depth, whether it's Isaiah's widening of his imagination from a specific understanding to God to understanding God more profoundly in a mystical sense. There is that transformation from a tribal God to a universal God that can only be beholden by spiritual eyes, which we see in Isaiah. Or from Paul, who very superficially, based on a very constrained understanding of the tradition, goes and persecutes the followers of the way towards a deeper understanding of God's fulfillment of God's prophecy in the person of Jesus Christ. There is that movement from superficiality to death. Or perhaps it is Peter who takes a risk following the advice of a carpenter to go further out, to go deeper. The life of graceful transformation transforms what is superficial 
to something much more profound, something much more deep. And that's the invitation for us as individuals and as a parish community today. Yes, there is, secondly, a transformation in how we perceive God. No longer is God so constrained, but God opens up the wider imagination and our spiritual eyes to behold the vision of the holy. Hence, Isaiah hears, holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. No longer does Isaiah understand that only Israel and the tribes of Judah will receive God's glory, but acknowledges that the whole earth is full of God's glory. Or it could be the transformation of Peter. If you take a look in the gospel portion today, the first time Peter calls out to Jesus, he is saying, Master, we will do what you say. But that profession of, but, but, but that changes later on. Once he sees the miracle of God's abundance through the catching of the fish, where Peter acknowledges his own unworthiness and basically, metaphorically, kneels before the Lord of life. The Greek is very clear. There is a transformation from epistata to kyrie, from master or someone who is learned to a much more profound experience of God's Lord, of Christ's lordship in Jesus. That is our, the ability for us to widen our imagination as an institutional church not just to go through the religare, the, the religious practices, but to experience much more profoundly the depth of God's abundance in our lives is what God is perhaps calling us to. Which leads to the third point, from profession to vocation. Yes, Peter was a fisherman. Jesus, Jesus uses Peter's profession and transforms it and gives him a vocation, another calling, a distinct calling to go and be a fisher of humanity. In other words, bring people to the fold of God's emboldening love, of God's abundance, for God provides much more abundantly than humans can. That's the lesson of the nets virtually breaking. It's a story of how when God gives us grace, God does not give us cheaply. God gives us more than we can infinitely ask or imagine. My brothers and sisters, in this day and age, how much do we really need to understand and come to grips with God's grace? It's a grace that moves us from superficiality to death, from a narrow perception of God to a wider imagination of mystery. And it is a call from moving beyond just mere profession of faith to a deeper calling and journey with God. So my brothers and sisters, the invitation quite simply before us, and I'll be talking more about this during the annual meeting, is this. How much are we willing to trust God's grace to go further, to put out more into the deep? As we come to the sacrament of grace, 
May that grace transform us so that we may live abundantly and receive God's abundance. Amen.